from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up and welcome into another hour of The Edge. we got a good show on tap for you today. We get a winner-take-all between the Giants and the Dodgers later this evening. Bob Nightingale is going to be with us from USA Today as we discuss everything in terms of Major League Baseball, that NLDS, and of course, right, ALCS set, what we're going to see from the Braves as well in the next round. So a lot of baseball with Bob Nightingale coming up in 15 minutes from now. Plenty of coverage, of course, for football as it is Thursday night. But I wanted to start with that baseball game because you have mm-hmm. some news for this contest, yeah, Matt Humans, Dave Roberts. Deciding to pull out the rug from everybody, getting a little smart, maybe too smart. Corey Knable is going to be the starting pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers here today. It's going to be an opener. Uh, you would expect two innings at the most. We'll see how well he fares through those two innings. The theory is that you don't want to uh, allow the Giants, as they did last time against Urias, to stack the top of the lineup with righties against Julio Urias. Now, yeah. I think <laughs> that there's something to be said of, sure, that makes sense. But also, Urias is bleeping awesome, and yeah. maybe like maybe you just let your guy go out there and pitch. Not too often that you'll have one twenty-game winner in MLB, and uh, a manager will be afraid to start that guy <laughs> in a decisive game five, right? Yeah. So that's Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts made some odd decisions with uh, his pitching moves tonight. He's going to get uh, praised if it goes right. He's going to get roasted. If it goes wrong, yep. and that, that's just the nature of uh, life and big decisions in games like this, everybody's going to uh, second guess you. But I think, you know, we're kind of first guessing it here. I don't really like this strategy. Uh, by the way, Circa has moved to uh, mm-hmm. Giants minus one sixteen right now. We're talking about 
a, a reasonable shift in this game from where what what call it minus one hundred five yeah, yesterday. Pick, pretty much yeah. everywhere, yeah. Minus yeah, pretty much pick, yep. and uh, now you're seeing minus one sixteen on the Giants. So uh, I'm not sure the Corey Knable news is a good news for the Dodgers. I do know the Giants are money when Logan Webb starts at home, and uh, ah, this is a tough call for me tonight, man. I, I think I'm probably going to live bet this game. Yeah. Uh, probably going to live bet it, but I, I'm starting to lean to the Giants a little bit because I, I think Dave Roberts is getting a little too cute, and this might backfire. Yeah, and I think really because I, I think if the if Giants are going to do something here, it's going to be in these first innings or first inning or two, right? Because Urias does have some a little experience, but he has come out of the bullpen before in the sure. wild card. If you remember, before Chris Taylor hit the walk off shot, he yeah. was warming up at the bullpen, getting ready to go. So I would trust that Urias, from his standpoint, is going to perform pretty well. So tell me how many times Corey Knebel started. I think he's four. Is it four? Very few times. You're right. Yeah. Great. You're putting a guy in a. A pressure-packed scenario that he's not he's not accustomed to. Yeah, started four games, four games this year, yep. four starts. Yep, and you're right. Yeah. Like that's that to me, and that's why this gets a little shaky, right? It's and it's not like the Giants like lack lack left-handed like potential, right? They have a lot, actually have some yeah. guys there. Uh, Ruff is actually really good with his left-handed hitting. Like, there's a lot of guys who you can put out there at the top, and I get it shakes up the lineup for them. But at the, at the end of the day. You kind of just roll with a guy who's been performing th- extremely well. I think you go with your best guy. Right. You put the ball in the hands of your best guy and roll with it and take your chances and feel good about uh, what happens. That's why none of us really liked, at least I didn't, I, I don't know if you did at the time, I didn't like Kevin Cash going out and pulling Blake Snell. Right, last year. In, in the World Series. He was hot. He He's your best guy. He leaves the ball in his hands, takes the ball out of his hands, and it backfires. Next thing you know, Dodgers are World Series champs. Uh, this could be very interesting to see what happens here tonight, but I don't think this is necessarily a good development for the Dodgers. Yes. Uh, by the way, I think I said uh, Gavin Ruff is Darren Ruff, and if you look at some of his left-handed splits there, like if you're ta- if you're talking about a batting average of about 286, how about an OPS of one point zero zero seven? Like yeah. that, that'd be a guy you initially probably see right off the top there. So there's options there for San Francisco. So again, I kind of get the idea. I think we all get what the idea is. But at the end of the day, you have a left-handed guy who won 20 games and who has been one of your most stable pitchers outside of Walker Bueller and uh, Max Scherzer. Yeah. And I think you just roll them out there. I would. Yeah. I would. I mean, this kind of reminds me of some of the um, the goofy moves Aaron Boone has made with the Yankees pitchers at a backfire. Experimenting with Andrew Heaney out of the bullpen, things of that nature. Oh, <laughs> so, as you said, uh, we've seen that adjustment. Hopefully he's the next Padres man. Yeah. <laughs> there's the there's the rumbling. Uh, minus 120, by the way, is the highest price on the market. You mentioned the 116 mm-hmm. circa points bet up to $1.20 in favor of the San Francisco Giants in this winner-take-all. So we'll get back to that again. Um, Bob Nightingale is going to be with us in a couple of minutes. We'll get his perspective on what Los Angeles is doing with the top of their pitching order today. With that, let's get to Thursday night because we do have a pretty good one on our hands, actually. Tampa Bay on the road. Against the Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay, for the most part this week, it had gotten to that flat seven minus 110, but now we're starting to see the altered juice. We're starting to see six and a half appear at six and a half here at the South Point minus 110. For those of you who are interested, never alter the juice here at the South Point. So I think initially, and I, I, you're on Tampa Bay as well. It's part of your, bar, uh, your best bets. No, 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 no. I'm on the Eagles. Or, excuse me, Eagles. Yeah, sorry. I took yeah, Eagles yeah. plus seven. Uh, yeah. Misspoke there. Yeah, plus seven. And I would agree with that. I think one of the interesting things that is going to be part of this matchup is we know about the thin secondary of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks very quietly, actually one of the worst teams in yards after catch because <laughs> yeah. of that poor secondary, one of the poor tackling teams as well. And you know who's the second best offense in terms of yards after catch and getting their athletes Eagles. out of space? That would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Eagles got some really talented receivers, man. They got right. speed receivers, guys that can make plays. And that's why I think this is going to be a tough matchup for the Bucks secondary tonight. Wes Watkins, a guy not too many people know about from Southern Miss, 
out there with uh, Devonta Smith, and uh, uh, you've got some big-time playmakers on this uh, Philadelphia offense. Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, and Jalen Rager, the former uh, first-round pick out of TCU. I think these guys are going to be a really difficult matchup for the Bucs who have the league's worst pass defense. You can look at different numbers. I mean, the bottom line is they allow 314 yards per game through the air. Yep. And uh, there are plenty of under, other numbers you can look at to indicate how bad this Bucks secondary is. Yep, absolutely. And you do get like guys like Jabel Dean, full participant practice lately. So Dean does come back to the secondary. But the overarching issue is that this is still going to be an issue for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And remember, too, for this offense, Rob Gronkowski, rib injury, still yeah. listed as out. So he's not going to be out there. And we saw how disjointed this offense kind of looked, right, with Tom Brady not having Rob Gronkowski against New England. people forget that uh, Tom Brady has two security blankets he loves to go to. Mm-hmm. A running back, he loves to throw to a back out of the backfield and a tight end. And he really doesn't have that with Gronk. And he, he, I don't think he's developed that running back out of the backfield uh, level of comfort yet with uh, the Bucks running backs. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Mike Evans has been really frustrated. He wants more targets. Antonio Brown's been the go-to guy uh, more often than not for Tom Brady. Chris Godwin disappears at times, which is uh, kind of crazy. But, yeah, the Bucks got a ton of playmakers when they're healthy right now. Without Gronk, I think this offense is a little bit different. Don't forget, Brady's got a banged-up thumb yeah. as well. I think the, the game plan for the Bucs is going to be to run the ball more often uh, tonight than they have previously this season. The Eagles, uh, Eagles have the number three pass defense in the NFL, but I think that's deceiving, JVT, because the only reason they haven't given up more yards through the air is because you can run all over the Philadelphia defense. Yeah. yeah. Well, And here's the thing, too, when it comes to this offense – you know, pretty quietly, I think you got to be like at least in, in my, when uh, the way I handicapped the season, uh, I've been impressed by Jalen Hurts. Like he has come around oh, a too. lot, yeah. and Nick Sirianni's done a really good job. One of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League on those throws from ten to nineteen yards. How about this for him? Sixty-six percent completion, twenty-two of thirty-three, eleven point three yards per attempt, three touchdowns, not a single turnover-worthy play on those mm-hmm. attempts. And that's when you're testing the secondary of opposing teams, and this is where you're going to get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, from a matchup standpoint. The Bucs deserve to be favored on the road, but that full touchdown, given everything we know, remember the injury report too, Jason Pierre-Paul's still questionable as well, yeah. right? So with Lane Johnson not playing, maybe that's going to be something that the Bucs really want him out there. But this is not a like, this is a highly rated Bucs team for a reason, but I think we've seen this early part of the year that may be a little overvalued by the betting market. Well, you can go back to the beginning of last season. I think the Bucs have been overvalued, especially on the road in the right. betting market. Tom Brady's 4-6 and six against the spread on the road, including 0-2 this season. And uh, I think they're a little bit overvalued tonight, too. Yeah, that's a good that. point. One-point favorite at the Los Angeles Rams, right? Patriots, they were laying seven as well, and then laying another seven here. Failed to cover those first two. Didn't think they should have been favored on the road against the Rams. Yeah. You remember the game last? This game reminds me a lot of a last Thursday, or excuse me, a Thursday night game last year in Chicago. Where Brady forgot what down it was. Right. And the Bucks lost that game. Brady forgot how many downs there were. Holding up, uh, what was he holding up? He's holding the four up. on fifth down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he he like laced the pass over yeah. the middle, like twenty yards downfield on fourth down, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" He's like, "It's not fourth down." Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have one more shot at this. Then he ran off the field without shaking hands with Nick Foles. Poor sport. Something after he does losing the game. But that this kind of reminds me a lot of that. Brady uh, has not been great on the road with the Bucks, and kind of kind of feel like the Eagles are live dogs here tonight. For a lot of reasons. And Jalen Hurts, I think, is playing well enough to hang with Brady in this one. So I took seven with the Eagles. Yep. By the way, how about Brady? You look at this prop at BetMGM. I don't play a lot of uh, player props. But I like Brady under 304.5 for pass yards tonight. Because he's got the banged up thumb. And what's the weakness? We just talked about What's the weakness of the Eagles defense? 
you can run all over this yep. defense. It's a poor run defense, and I think that's going to be the, I think that's going to be the Bucks game plan tonight. Uh, the, the Eagles, by the way, I said uh, number three in the league in pass defense, but they're one of the worst run defenses. So I believe uh, the Bucks, with considering Brady's banged up thumb, are going to try to run the ball, ball more tonight. I would look under three hundred four and a half for that passing yards problem. Yeah. And it, it, like this is um, this looks like two on the surface, and you see the the betting and ticket splits there. You know, money ninety three percent of it right now on the spread uh, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not surprising to see the betting public and betting market in general be heavy on a road favorite, and yet market moving the other way, right? Well, that's what we're always a looking little for. bit seeing six and a half. Yeah, despite an overwhelming that's uh, I think we call that reverse line movement. I've learned that. Um, should point out this too, is a Josh yeah. Applebaum special, tonight. right? He's got to be salivating. It's an apple this. bomb. Uh, so you got the, have they never used that before? <laughs> <laughs> you got the road favorite drawing 90% of the action. And, and uh, uh, the home dog, Eagles, the ugly dog, I think, live tonight, plus seven. A quick update, too. A total of 52 and a half. Not a real move there, but it would. It does look like on the surface, especially if the Eagles are going to be pretty live, there would yeah. be a, a higher scoring game. Hey, we are less than a week away. We're days away from the NBA season. So get ready for all the NBA season action with the VEASAN Basketball Betting Guide. Grab it right now. It's filled with strategies, predictions, best bets. They have the odds makers, our hoops experts, including me. Provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, player awards. Digital guides a must-have. Give yourself a betting edge this season. Get your copy now for only $9.99 slash subscribe. Also, back today, Harvard Handicappers Podcast. New episode up this morning. Oh, Check right. that out. Huh? Everywhere you get your podcast. I read the NBA betting guide last What'd night. You think, Outstanding. Yeah? Outstanding. It is. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. A lot of hard work went into that. All right. On the other side, let's get back to baseball. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, is going to give us the down low on what in the world Dave Roberts do. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. 
And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. I know JVT's fired up about this. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight title? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semis on Saturday the 16th live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply. Other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. One screen's going to have Hawaii, Nevada. The other's going to have the Bellator match this Saturday. <laughs> can't wait. I also can't wait for this winner take all in Major League Baseball between the Dodgers and the Giants tonight. Let's bring in Bob Nightingale. Nice to give us some time. USA Today, Sports Major League Baseball columnist. And Bob, let's just start with uh, the headline and the decision that Dave Roberts decided to make. Corey Knable is going to be the opener here. We're going to get Julio Arias afterward. What do you make of the decision and the reasoning behind this? All right, I think we're going to reconnect with Bob. Maybe there is a slight issue there. But this maybe is he something. didn't like your question. Maybe. Maybe he's just like this guy. Once again, that JVT asked me a tough question right off the top. I'm going to hang up on these guys. Uh, <laughs> I have been known to ruffle feathers. Not really so much. But, but I, th- I think is, and Bob will talk about this too. And we talk, let's see if we have, try this one more time. Let's Bob, try it again. Bob, you there? Uh, technology working. Now we got him. Now we got him. I think we got him. All right, Bob. So I'll ask you with the, the opener. Julio Reyes not starting. It's Canable. What are your thoughts? Well, I think they're outsmarting themselves. They're trying to go the Giants and the changing the lineup, you know, right, left, right, which they do, and trying to tell them, hey, you just can't settle in on uh, Urias. We're going to keep playing games and have you guessing when Urias comes in. I think it's a mistake. It's a young pitcher, 20-game winner. I think it messes with his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're one of the uh, Dodgers outsmarting themselves here. Bob, I was saying the same thing before you came on in the first segment here. By the way, Bob Nightingale with us, USA Today MLB columnist, at B. Nightingale on Twitter. Uh, how about Corey Knable? Uh, is Dave Roberts putting in him in too tough of a spot as well? You're talking about a guy who started four games this season. Now he's got to pitch the most, start the most pressure-packed game of the Dodgers' season. Well, he's done this you know, four times, obviously, not to uh, this thing. Um, you know, he's a veteran. I, I think that's the least he worries. Okay. I worry more about Urias as far as playing nine games than him. You know, his approach, warming up and everything else. Uh, I don't like it. I understand the reasoning. But, you know, I don't know, good for baseball either. I mean, that was like a uh, people come out to see our star attraction. I mean, for days we were talking about Webb versus Urias. No, we are talking about Webb versus an opener, you know. Uh, you know, if this is successful, you wonder how many teams will try this 
these, uh, this game against the uh, Giants next year in the regular season. Yeah, you got a 20-game winner tonight who's not going to start in Julio Urias. All right, how about Logan Webb? He's been money at home for the Giants. How do you think the Dodgers lineup stacks up against him tonight, Bob? Well, the uh, Dave Roberts was visibly upset after the last uh, start against Webb that they're just too aggressive swinging the strike zone. So expect him to be a lot more patient and draw walks. Uh, they were almost making it sound like it wasn't a great start by Urias, but a bad one by, uh, I mean, a great start by Webb, but just a bad approach by the lineup. So I would expect him to make adjustments and do a lot better against Webb. But Bob, when you look at San Francisco overall, and we're talking about this lineup and the reaction to this, uh, this has been a relatively quiet series from San Francisco offensively, though. What do you think has been, I guess, the issue for San Francisco and not being a little bit more explosive? Because over the last three games, we're talking about a total of four, uh, well, no, actually three runs. Uh, no, five runs, excuse me, from the Giants. I, I think it's just a matter of uh, great pitching by Dodgers. That's all. Uh, no, I, I think that's all it is. It's not like these guys are slumping or they're feeling the pressure. I just think it's say, hey, these are the Dodgers, and they can pitch. That's all. All right, well, let's – what do you got? I was going to say Giants right now, minus 116 in Circus Sports, total of seven. Uh, Bob, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have a feeling for how you think that game might play out tonight? I think it's going to backfire. So, before, mm-hmm. you know, before this uh, decision, I would say I like the Dodgers. Now, I'll take the Giants and uh, in the over. I think there'll be a lot more runs scored than, uh, than seven. All right. Good deal. That's what I was uh, thinking as well in terms of the Giants. I don't like this decision either. Uh, I said it might backfire on Dave Roberts. Let's get to the other team in the National League that advances the Atlanta Braves. How surprised are you, if you are at all, that the Braves are able to win that division and get to the NLCS without Acuna? Uh, You lose one of the, I think, top ten players in baseball in the second half of the season, and the Braves still get to the NLCS. Yeah, I probably put them top five. Uh, yeah. They were my preseason pick. I thought they'd win the whole thing, you know, back before all the injuries on so spring training. And uh, Alex Antopoulos, you know, went out and was aggressive and said, don't give up. Um, I'm coming, get some reinforcements, you know, grab four different outfielders. They've all done well. These guys are peaking at the right time. Uh, I know everybody says, oh, the winner of the, uh, winner of the Dodgers-Giants is going to go to the World Series. I think Atlanta beats either, uh, either team. I really do. I, I think it's going to be more so letdown. By the, by the winner of this game tonight. That's an interesting way to look at it. By the way, when Ronald Acuna Jr. went down, JBT, you're talking about a guy who was uh, batting 283 with 24 homers, 52 RBIs, and that was through 80, 82 games. Yep. Yeah, and Bob, I think one of the points that I've been making over the last couple of days, because you know we talk about the injuries and the change for this Braves team, I think it's hard to not be impressed with what they have at the top of this rotation. You know, Milwaukee struggled offensively in that series. I think a big part of it was because they were facing Morton, Freed, Anderson. Like these guys have been fantastic. Yeah, and they're they're uh, healthy. They got hot at the right time. Uh, absolutely, you know, particularly Freed. I mean, he's pitching as well as maybe in baseball. You know, Anderson's on fire. We know what Morton can do. Uh, you know, the, the, the biggest question of postseason was the bullpen. You know, shaky bullpen uh, all the way through. Uh, but they pitched well so far. So, you know, maybe they're just getting hot at the right time, too, because that's been their Achilles heel all season long. All right, let's look at the uh, Red Sox Astros series and the uh, Ast- <clears throat> excuse me Astros home favorites in the first game. But, Bob, uh, one of my favorite pitchers to bet here this year and really the last year and a half or so has become Lance McCullers. And uh, now we get some bad news on McCullers. And how much of a setback do you think that's going to be for the Astros? Well, that's a huge setback. I mean, they've gone through so many pitching injuries. But, yeah, I'm with you. I love watching Lance McCullers. He's a gamer. Uh, You know, pitched lights out twice against the White Sox. 
that's a bad blow. I still like Houston, but I don't like Houston nearly as much as I did mm-hmm. uh, before the news that, uh, you know, talking to the colors people this morning that said he's definitely out of ALCS and probably out the World Series, too, if they make it that far. You know, we talk about the Dodgers maybe outsmarting themselves today. I think one guy who has shown that he's not going to do that is Alex Cora. If you're talking about these two managers, who would you give the edge to? Because I think it's hard to look past Cora in the way he knows his team. Yeah, I thought I'd give the edge to either one. I mean, both are, you know, I mean, Dusty's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Alex, uh, Mr. October of managers. So they both know their teams very well and everything else. So, yeah, I don't, I don't give either one an edge. Uh, both are, uh, both are uh, brilliant managers. You think the Red Sox are live to win this series? Live dogs? I do. I mean, that's particularly without McCullers. Right. That's, a, that's a game changer there. That's such a massive blow. So we'll see. I, 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 you know, I still think uh, Astros win it. But before I thought Astros, you know, could win in, you know, five games or so. Now I think if they, if they win it, it's going, it's going to go seven. Uh, you know, Red Sox caught by the right time, and uh, the momentum is a big thing. Yeah, I agree with you. That's uh, exactly what I was thinking, too. This McCullers absence is a game changer in the, in the worst way for the Astros. Bob Nightingale, USA Today MLB columnist with us. Uh, Bob, what, what are you hearing about the Yankees and Aaron Boone? Are you hearing any uh, buzz about Boone might be on the move to San Diego, the Yankees leaning towards keeping him? What do you think is going to happen with the Yankees here in the offseason? I'm surprised you haven't announced they're bringing them back yet. They've been firing coaches, fired three of his coaches, including one of his best friends and Phil Nevin, the third base coach. Uh, so I still think he's coming back, but a little less sure than I was, you know, 24 hours ago after firing the coaches. But I would think, I would think he's coming back. If they're firing the coaches, that means that you know they're probably keeping him. If they're going to fire Boone, they would have fired all of them at once. Yeah, so I, I think he's coming back. It seems like uh, that's. That's the way it would work if uh, they were going to fire Boone, yeah, instead of firing his coaches first. So if it's not Aaron Boone to San Diego, where do you think the Padres look? What do you think the Padres need? Because they obviously spent a lot of money last offseason. They've got some veterans. They've got young guys. And they got a clubhouse that was actually on tilt late in the season. So what do you think the Padres' right direction would be? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, Buck Showalter is certainly, you know, top two or three candidates there. I think Mike Schultz is a candidate now. Yeah. Uh, I, I see when those guys, they definitely want a veteran guy. So uh, it's not going to be, you know, inexperienced guys. So I, I, I like Showalter or Shields. I don't rule out Bannister or Gibbons, but one of those guys. Follow on Twitter, B Nightingale, Bob Nightingale, USA Today, MLB columnist. Bob, thanks for the time today. Appreciate it, sir. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Yep, you got it. Bob Nightingale. Yeah, I'll be interested with uh, Schultz gone and what these managerial moves are going to be. Yeah, unfortunately, as a Yankees fan, I think Aaron Boone's going to be back. Yeah, well, we've talked about it. I think the the problems go a little bit more, like a little larger. Brian than Cashman's going to be back. Yep. I think I think the problems start with Cashman. Um, obviously, Cashman and Boone seem to be tied at the hip. But uh, Mike Schilt out in St. Louis. I don't I don't think he's an especially strong manager anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are the Padres? What do you think they should do? Because somebody's got to pull that clubhouse together. And I think he had. A, I think Bob had a right idea though with Schilt maybe becoming one of the front runners for that job. You would think, especially after what he did with St. Louis, value's probably up. All right, we'll come back. Uh, let's take a look at these Evolver Power Ratings in the National Football League. You're going to be surprised looking back at the early NFL Week 6 lines and the changes that we've seen. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network.
Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide. So you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out. Also, Zen comes in two strengths. So you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 or older. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's zyn.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Football betting's addictive sometimes, too, JVT. Uh, it is. It is. And sometimes, you know what? You get your teeth kicked in like I did over the weekend. You just come back <laughs> you for more. You just come right back. Yep. I'm ready to be hurt again. Uh, all right, let's talk about. Got to bounce back. It's revenge week for you. That's right, man. Hey, just stay the course. Keep rowing, chopping wood, whatever. Whatever cliche I want to use. So let's talk a little bit about you know, adjusting power ratings, right? Because we see a lot of these lines get created in the offseason. Football's king, so you're going to get a lot of these numbers, game of the years, whatever it is. And those are offseason power ratings. Now with five mm-hmm. weeks in the books, you can get an alteration on these power ratings. Teams are different. Teams are better. Teams are worse than what they've been. But it's cool to go back, look at what these lines were in the offseason, and now what they are changing to be. I also like to do this exercise with look ahead lines, right? You know, changes from one week to the other because sometimes it's just off of results that the market will shift their power ratings on a certain team. But these are some early lines from June in the National Football League and looking ahead to what this weekend is going to be, humans. And I think one of the first ones uh, that you see here that in terms of a solid adjustment, Buffalo on the road against Tennessee at the top of this list, early lines from the Westgate in June, opened up Bills minus two and a half with a total of 51 and a half in the offseason. Now we're talking about Bills as a five and a half point favorite with a total of 54 and a half. I am really low on this Titans team. Uh, you and I have talked about it before, the paper mm-hmm. Titans and the overvalued nature of this um, squad. I haven't eliminated it yet from contention for the contest this weekend at catching five, five and a half. I think it's a relatively poor spot for Buffalo coming off of the Sunday night game, then going to take on Tennessee. But I just, the defense kills me. That's what holds me back here from Tennessee. It's, it's Look, it's a big change from the offseason number for good reason. But this defense and this secondary, you could see some similar plays. That's what the Bills were able to break off on Sunday night against Kansas City. Yeah, I, I've seen enough. Sunday night against the Chiefs, the Bills got whatever they wanted offensively. Yep. And I think they might get it whatever they want in this game too. So I'm not going to fool around with the Titans here. Because just like you, I don't have a lot of respect for the Titans, especially on the defensive side. So... Uh, I'm going to pass on this one. I think the adjustment's probably about right from two and a half to five and a half. Talking about the preseason line mm-hmm. in June to what we see this week. By the way, the Bills could go on a real run here. After they play the Titans, they got the Dolphins, the Jaguars, the Jets. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a while, I think, until the Bills face a team that can knock them off. They got the Colts and the Saints in late November. Colts, Saints, and Patriots. It's going to be late November, I think, until we see the Bills really tested again. Yeah, absolutely. Because in, speaking of the Dolphins, because right, the Dolphins are a team that is worse than they were, I think, at the coming into this no year. No doubt about it. And yeah. look, you know, we have the, the news that Tua Tungvaloa on the men right could be making his way back and get set to play this weekend in London. But this is, I still think, a team that is power rated worse than what they were in the offseason. But I think this is pretty fascinating. So as we look ahead to London this coming weekend, right, the preseason number was Dolphins minus one and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Uh, right now on the board, 
They're a three-point favorite on a neutral in London with a total of 46 and a half to 47. You don't want to ask bad teams to do good things for you. Well, you got two bad teams. Here. But you get exactly you get two bad teams here. A quarterback making his first start in a couple of weeks, coming off of an injury. I am not surprised that the market has moved off of that three and a half early in the week and gotten this down to three. I kind of think actually maybe it should be closer to that preseason <laughs> line of one and a half. I think a lot of betters are trying to predict when the Jaguars are going to cover a game. Yes. And they've been close. They've been well, they yeah. have been close. They so did cover they, on Thursday night against uh, right. Cincinnati. They covered against right? Cincinnati, but, and they've been close to winning. And uh, I, 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 I feel like a lot of betters are sniffing around this Jaguars team, saying oh, there's going to be a big. Prefer- Urban Meyer's first win is coming, and yes. it might be this week in London. Uh, Look, they so had last I, week that wasn't even indicative of that final yeah. score. They were pretty competitive. They I, had I'll two drives. What, I'll tell you what bothers me about that. Urban Meyer doesn't even know when to throw a challenge flag. Yeah. The 20-minute conversation he was having on the sidelines for that, and he eventually lost it. And then, the, like, we can get into they, it. Like, they, they just did a lot of goofy things in that game to did. let it get away. And because right? they, they, they were dry, there were multiple times in which that offense was moving down the field. Again, three drives or two drives that ended inside the 10-yard line of the Tennessee Titans didn't get anything out of How them. How about the fourth down play at the goal line? Yep. Right. What is that? Exactly. Huh? And then talking That's why about it's hard Lawrence. for me. It's hard for me to bet this team. I, yep. I understand you might make uh, the raw number on this game one and a half, but – I'm not taking anything less than three with the Jaguars. Yeah. And I might not it's take fair. three. I, I don't think I'm going to take three. Actually, the Superbook has gone to three and a half on this game. So you could you could take plus three and a half minus 120 if you like the Jags. Yeah, I no, I would agree with that. I think the signs are there. You see it in like the Thursday night matchup. You see it in certain drives against the Tennessee Titans. But ultimately, they're just not well coached. And, yeah. and they're not well prepared in a lot of these situations. And it leads to their downfall. And that's those are tough teams to bet. Yep. All right. Let's go to the let's go to the next one, guys, because I think there's some pretty interesting numbers here in terms of some adjustments uh, from the off season. Uh, because we were talking about, like, for example, Patriots and Cowboys, right? Well, one thing before you jump to yeah. that, can we mention that even with John Gruden out and all the controversy and everything swirling around the Raiders this week, there's been absolutely no, no movement in yeah. that number from the preseason from June to now. It was Broncos three and a half. And right now, Broncos three and a half. Right. Well, and look, I mean, these are two teams that should be like, they're kind of similarly power rated, right? Like in terms of like one another yeah. and where this game is at, it's a relatively poor situation. What the coaching situation means nothing to the point spread yes. here, basically. Well, and, it really does. It, it, might, it might mean a half point. Maybe. It might push it from three to three and a half. In some spots, you might see a four this week. And like we talked about at the beginning of the week, like I think there's maybe some conversation to be had where a coach like Gruden, who is so in, like intrinsically tied with the offense and the play calling, that there is a somewhat of a drop-off there. But him and Carr have been together for long enough that you mm-hmm. would expect that this offense is going to not miss much of a beat because uh, their offensive line still sucks and Derek Carr's still there. So maybe right. there's just going to be the exact same issues. I think Derek strengths. Carr, Greg Olson can handle the play calling. I, I, yep. I'm not even sure that makes a difference. Yep. It's just to me it's an entire week's worth of distractions and how has that impacted the Raiders' preparations for the game? Yeah. Well, we also get this yeah. from June. So these are there's a couple on these from the preseason numbers that are pretty interesting. Uh, the fact that the Packers, for example, and I think this is a, more an indictment on the Bears and how much worse they've gotten from the preseason um, thoughts. What do you mean? They've got three wins. Yeah. What, the Chicago Bears? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think they've gotten a little worse. Uh, Chicago now five and a half, five. Five is a dominating number with a total of 44, 44 and a half. Uh, but the Packers are also... This is an offseason of turmoil for Green Bay. Probably the power rating slightly adjusted. Well, given let's that we didn't know what's way. going on with A-Rod. In June, when these numbers yep. went up, you didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be the Packers quarterback, so that number is a guess, right? Yep. It's probably an educated guess. Yeah, we think Rodgers is going to be there. We don't know for sure. Uh, might be 50-50. you got to still make the Packers slight favorites over the bad news bears. Uh, so I think that adjustment makes all the sense in the world. What about Cincinnati? How much are you believing in them? Because this is a pretty big adjustment, right? 
Bengals one-point favorite in the preseason over the Detroit Lions, now upwards of three and a half with a total of 47. Well, the Lions just find ways to lose games. But they've been covering. They've covered a couple of these. they got a winning record against the spread so far, 3-2. <laughs> and two. It's tough to take less than a field goal yeah. with the Lions in any situation. I actually kind of like the Lions plus three and a half this week. I think one thing, I, I do believe in the Bengals to a certain extent, but I wonder about the spot. I don't think it's a really good spot. They poured everything they had into that game against the Packers last week. You have a kicker celebrating what he thought is a uh, game winner. I think a lot of people on the Bengals sideline thought they won that game. They lose it. Now they have to go on the road to play one of the worst teams in the league, land more than a field goal. And Joe Burrow has uh, had that throat injury all week. So I think there's some, it's not a great spot for the Bengals. It is not. But the last one on this list, I think, is the most intriguing. And it is indicative of the way the market has come around on the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. The offseason, the Patriots were a one point favorite at home over the Dallas Cowboys. Now, and we, we saw it as high as four and a half, right? And now we're down to three and a half, but still two-point adjustment there at one point, a three-point adjustment in favor of the Dallas Cowboys. Actually, if, actually my math is off. Add a point to each of those. Now they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the mm-hmm. New England Patriots. Well, the Cowboys are 5-0 and oh against the spread. I think they've – hey, let's face it. They have been better. Yeah, no matter what you think of Mike McCarthy being a buffoon, the, the Cowboys have been better than we expected. Yep. That's why I thought they were no great against it. Carolina right in that yeah. game to test the Panthers. They've they scored 35 points more in three straight games. Dak looks great. Yep. So some of the questions about Dak in the preseason have been answered. The defense is better. Uh, the Patriots, I was really high on this team, really high this summer. The defense has been a lot softer than I thought it was going to be. The defensive lines and the secondary have been softer than what I thought. Uh, the offensive line has not been what you and I thought it was going to be. We Correct. thought this running game was going to be dominant for the Patriots. That's not been the case. I think Mac Jones has been a lot better than uh, anyone could have expected five games into the season. But that being said, uh, I think the Cowboys just won three straight home games or a little bit, um, probably riding a little bit too high at this point. And Belichick being 0-3 at home with his back to the wall in the past, this was a spot where you always bet Belichick. Yeah. And by can the way, you still can you still do it now? We're going to find out Sunday. But I, I think there is a little bit of value taking four, three and a half, four, four and a half. Uh, I'll be on the Patriots side. And I'm going to give the Patriots another shot. By the way, in those spots in the past, you were laying points. Now you're talking about catching. Not too often you were catching, yeah, more than a field goal at home. And we, you were with the Bucks. The Patriots, let's face it, they outplayed the Bucks a couple weeks ago in Foxborough. They did. All right, best bets on the other side. Wrap it up with a very controversial decision by one man in the world. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions, how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. I know Matt Santos will be all over this thing on Saturday. Terms and conditions apply. Other eligibility restrictions apply to DraftKings.com. Best bets, man. Humans. Let's get to it. Uh, I will have uh, all I my. I can't additions. wait to see all your new best bets. Today. I was going to say I'll have all my additions uh, tomorrow. <laughs> um, sitting on a solid number though. Patriots plus four and a half against Cowboys. Put that in on Monday. So sitting back, I you did got miss the best it, of it, man. Yeah. You, you got the best of it right there. Patriots four and a half. I was waiting. I thought that might go to five the way it was trending early in the week. You know, went the other direction. I still think uh, it's going to go back to four uh, before kickoff this weekend. Yeah, I think you'll at least be able to get the four by the time you get to Sunday. Um, and I, I'll say this too. Like, there are, like, I get a four and a half. Feel good about that. Miss the boat, though. I think the Cleveland matchup is absolutely great in favor of the Browns. And the injury report is still pretty scary, as you and I were talking about. But I was sitting with the finger over, right, the bet button on Cleveland minus two and a half on Monday. And I was like, guys, I, I want to make sure this injury report's going to be clean. It's three everywhere. So missed out on a pretty key number there, like you have, by the way. I did play the Browns. And, you know, the bad news uh, for the Browns is the injury report. 17 players oh, man. listed on Wednesday's report, nine of those who did not participate in uh, practice, including Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, pretty important running backs. How about defensive end Miles Garrett, two starting offensive linemen? Hopefully there's some better news on that Browns injury report by this weekend. Coach Kevin Stefanski said no player has been ruled out yet for Sunday's game, so I laid two and a half with the Browns. Again, this is a strength versus weakness matchup. The Browns, number one rushing offense, 188 yards per game. Arizona's run defense among the league's worst. I think the Browns' athletic defensive front can contain Kyler Murray, similar uh, to how the 49ers' defense did uh, the job on Murray last week. So uh, let's hope the injury news takes a little bit 
of a turn for the better for the Browns. And uh, in that case, that plus, uh, excuse me, that minus two and a half is going to be a good number. Anyway, tonight I've got the Eagles plus seven. Uh, Browns minus two and a half. I did play the Broncos minus three and a half over the Raiders. I think just too much chaos uh, for the Raiders to deal with this week. And uh, again, it's it's still a better situation for the Broncos. Off back-to-back losses with that defense against Derek Carr, who's looked bad in the last two games. Mm-hmm. He has been. Even without the John Gruden chaos, I was going to bet the Broncos is three-point favorites this week. It's up a half point. Uh, lay the three and a half. I think the Broncos could get the job done with Teddy B back at quarterback. Actually, that Broncos offense looked pretty good in that comeback against the Steelers last week when I had the Steelers in that game in Pittsburgh. I had to sweat that one out. Yep. 20, uh, what was it, 20... Three to six or twenty-four to six, something like that. I think it was twenty-four, 24 to, six, to six, and had to sweat out, had to sweat out yeah, the ending. Twenty-four of it. sixteen at the yeah. end, right? Yeah. I'm going to play the Patriots too, but I, I want to see if that number goes back to four. I don't want to take three and a half since I missed the best of it uh, so far. College football best bets, same ones I've talked about all week. So go briefly on these: Utah pick over Arizona State, K State plus six and a half over Iowa State. Nevada minus 14 over Hawaii, Cal plus 14 over Oregon, and then Purdue plus 12 over Iowa. I'm a little bit concerned. I heard a uh, a report this morning that Purdue's got COVID issues on the football team, and a couple wide receivers might be out. If it's David Bell, then that's bad news. David Bell's an NFL receiver. He's very similar to Rondale Moore, a different type of receiver, but a guy who's a difference maker. And... Uh, I'll, I'll be double-checking to make sure that's not David Bell who's going to be out for Purdue. But it's a good spot, to, good spot to bet against the Hawkeyes off their comeback win over Penn State where uh, in a game that uh, the Hawkeyes would not have won if they didn't knock out Sean Clifford, the Nittany Lions quarterback, down 17-3 to in that one. You get the fans storm the field. Purdue's off a bye week. A lot of situations uh, point to the dog here, so I grabbed 12 in that spot, I've got some more college games. Maybe I'll add one or two by tomorrow, but I'm not going to go crazy because I'm not running hot in college football uh, the last two weeks. Yep. That wasn't a yep to you. That was like a awkward filler to get to the next one. You're doing How about your college best bets? We got them? No, nothing yet. Nothing? No. Wow, wow. Uh, You're going like, to have uh, one by tomorrow? Well, uh, no, no, I'll have something uh, for tomorrow. Okay. I have, I have Scott Kellen's got more best bets yeah. than you this well, week. Well, truth be told, and that's it. Uh, I was wrapped up and recorded the podcast this morning, everything okay. like that. So okay. uh, we will get – I'll have a couple more for you tomorrow. Hey, let's uh, – I wanted to mention some headlines I saw in Yahoo Sports. Yeah. Is it How about, about the Arizona Cardinals COVID outbreak? No. no. Yeah, Chandler Jones, COVID injury. And I saw that. Reserve and two other guys. But this is probably more – That could be bad news for the Cardinals, right? Yeah, it could. From the COVID situation. How about naked woman walks through Denver airport? Did you see that headline? I didn't, no, I didn't. But I've been to Philly's airport many times. I would expect that from there, not so much Denver. How about ESPN Stephen A. Smith goes scorched earth on Kyrie Irving? Saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, not okay. necessarily scorched earth, but there was yelling. How about this headline? Man faces backlash after choosing a football game over his friend's wedding. The quote, please reconsider your priorities. Yeah. Okay, so if you read this story on Yahoo, this guy decided to send his girlfriend off to this wedding. Because he wanted to stay home and watch the Buccaneers-Patriots game. He right. wanted to watch Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. And everybody's upset, saying this guy's a loser. Uh, you have to go with your girlfriend or your wife to the wedding. Uh, JVT, I couldn't, dis- couldn't disagree more. Well, first of all, who schedules a wedding in the middle of football season on a Sunday? Correct. you got to consider that. Yeah. If not, at least have TVs at the wedding, right? The reception? I'm not even going to that, no. 
I don't care if it's my best friend. If you're getting married on a Saturday or Sunday in football season, I'm not going to be there. Who is your best friend? I don't have one. <laughs> I don't rank him. Let's say I got 20 friends are all tied for first. Okay. <laughs> you're right there. You're right there. Tied right, with the yeah, other 19. Right. I don't rank. Uh, I don't rank best friends. But That'd I don't care who it is. Let's say you're having a wedding. Yeah. And you invite me on a Saturday afternoon. I say, no, I'm watching college football. I'm not coming. What if I said that's an open <laughs> bar and there's TVs all over the reception? Ooh, open bar gets my attention. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are, <laughs> they, but here's the thing. So there's a couple. There's also a couple of important details on this, too. Right. One, it was his, uh, allegedly, it was his wife's friend from college who, quote, kind of sucks. So that's like a really big deal, right? Like, I don't know the woman. She kind of sucks every time she's come around. Like, I don't really want to go. And he also right. provided somebody to go in his place. So that's also a pretty good, like, indicator. It just let him sit at home. Yeah, just send one of your friends. Hey, this Bob will go with you Tito. while I stay home and watch football. Yeah. If you get bullied by your wife or girlfriend into going to a wedding on a football Saturday or Sunday, you're a clown. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. I think this guy's got his priorities in order. I do. Right. And for those who are wondering, uh, he was actually just going to watch it at home on TV. He was actually not going yeah, to the Yeah, he's not Patriots going to the game. But, you know, then again, I, I've said this a lot. People ask, have you been to a Raiders game yet? Like, no, as a matter of fact, on Sundays, I like to be at home or a sports book watching all the games. Oh, it's, I don't want to be at the stadium watching one game. I want to watch them all. I've, I've yeah. never been to an NFL game, and i got to tell you, like, I don't know if I'd really want to, like, especially on a Sunday. Maybe yeah. a standalone Monday night game would be fun, right? But, like, Sunday? When all the games are going on? Yeah, if you're going to go, you got to go to a Sunday night game or a Monday night right. game when Thursday. you're not missing all the other games going on at the same time. Yep. That's the thing. The last time I went to an NFL game, it was driving me crazy. I was at an Eagles 49ers game in San Francisco about 10 years ago, a candlestick. Mm-hmm. Oh, good old oh, candlestick, yeah. the wind. And the whole time, um, I'm watching scores, watching my phone, trying to figure out what's going on in the other games yep. that were more interesting than the game I was attending. So that's, that's the problem with going to an NFL game. Or even going to a college football game, if you want to go to see UNLV play here locally, which I'm not sure why you would. But, uh, the, only, uh, <laughs> the only reason I went to Iowa State UNLV is because I wanted to check out the stadium. But that was yeah, I had tickets it. to Iowa State UNLV. I gave them away because there were five games on TV I wanted to watch that night. Spent yeah. more time in the lounge. All right, last look at tonight's NFL game. I still think Tom Brady under 304 and a half passing yards is a decent play. He's got the banged up thumb. You're facing one of the worst run defenses in the league. Uh, I do think the Bucks' emphasis is going to be to run the ball tonight. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you talked about it. Yep. Uh, I think he's played much better. He, he's maturing in Nick Sirianni's offense, and he's got three speed receivers who can stretch this Bucks secondary thin. Uh, you talked about Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, and Jalen Rager. Uh, I like the Eagles to hang in this one tonight. I took plus seven. How about this for uh, for Jalen Hurts this year? If you're um, looking at the threshold for quarterbacks this season. If you're talking about throws like 10 to 19 yards downfield, uh, Jalen Hurts with the seventh best passer grade in the National Football League. If you look at PFF standards, yeah. he's been he's been great, and that's the type of level that you're going to do. And there's the other matchups, right? Nick Sirianni's done a great job with these receivers in terms of yards after catch, getting them out in space. This is a matchup of a defense who gives up the most yards after catch against the offense that is the second most yards after catch in the National Football League. Like there's a lot that goes into this matchup here for Philly. So I would agree with that, and we'll, I think. You probably think the market gets back to seven by the time we get to kick. I well, those still, I, still, I think they're still. altered juices, or they're like of sevens across the board because they know like six and a half here at the South Point. At this point, you still at most spots. You still have to take plus seven, minus one twenty. Yeah. But you can. There are plenty of books out there where you can get seven right now. Superbook, Circa, yeah. I would agree that Philly it would be pretty live here in this spot against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, given all of the struggles that we have seen 
with the Buccaneers and their secondary here. Uh, all right, that does it for us. We are all done on the edge. My guys in the desert coming up next. Uh, make sure you go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Check out the NBA guide, which is out right now. All sorts of good information up there, too. Remember, Points of Weekly came out yesterday, too. And vcin.com slash podcast. You get any part of this show, your favorite shows, and Harvard Handicappers. Hey, that's a new episode up today. We'll see you tomorrow. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.